welcome to the Pillar of Salt podcast, where there is no plan and we have no topic. I mean, the topic is how abysmal our clapping is, and also is clapping <laughs> the only thing that exists anymore. There is only clapping. There is clapping. There is failure to clap. If you clap and the other person doesn't hear it, did it really happen? Did you clap? <laughs> if a man claps before a podcast and no one's around to hear it, does the clap make a sound? I mean, is it... Can you see it in your wave file? If yes, then yes. I don't know, like, man. You didn't hear my clap, but I definitely can see it where it was. I could see it where it was on the wave file. It, we it happened. We've had some weird ones, though. There was a... That wasn't too long ago. There was one where, like, we got it too perfect, and it sounded like one clap, yeah. and I didn't trust myself. And then we did it again back to back. I had to just let it go. Too perfect. Yeah, bud. Too in sync. Sync ratio too high. So we turn into a monster. Anime. I, there, I'm trying to think. There definitely was it like an anime adaptation of like the thing. I maybe I I don't know. I'm getting what? an I'm getting an anime. Not it wasn't an anime adaptation. Never mind. Ignore that. I just woke up. Um, I'm getting. I was I'm getting like Ava. I'm getting a picture of an anime in my head. Maybe it's the same one. It's gross. It's not serial okay. friendly. Mm, that checks out. Nothing is though. Nothing serial friendly anymore. Wake up in the no. morning, look at my box of Cheerios. Just this look of disgust on my face. Have to shut the cabinet. Can't even enjoy things anymore. It's just a receptacle for droplets. That sentence is very unfriendly. <laughs> Don't like that. Not a fan of that one. Okay, episode two, receptacle for droplets. Ugh. <laughs> on the flip side, on the flip side, having a donation box for glasses frames and labeling it receptacle for spectacles. pretty good there's some some family friendly content oh so just got back from i suppose we're calling it vacation in this household <laughs> it, it had it had it paid to have yourself locked <laughs> In a cabin. It had its moments. It had its moments. Um, especially because I wasn't like... I mean, the plan this summer, I was going to be back in Wisconsin for two weeks with Ty for one of those weeks sitting literally in the lake. Lounge chair in the lake. Drinking and getting burnt to a crisp by the, the sun. And that did not yeah, happen. Sunscreen exists. It doesn't... Eh. Eh. I'd probably put on a little, to be fair. Yeah. I 
the only time I've gone super hard on something. Yeah. Um, I'm usually the type I burn once and then I tan. Like when I was younger, I I didn't get burned too often. I would I would tan a bit more. Um, when we went to Spain, I think I used like three bottles of sunscreen over the course of a week. I just drowned myself in it, and it was fine. I didn't get burnt. It was nice. Um, yeah, if I use sunscreen, if I, I'm okay. If I don't, I will burn. Yeah, I don't really tan. Well, I mean, you're <laughs> dude, I, you're so much closer to the sun to based on height. there are just places where I get more burned than other places yeah like my nose shoulders see my I guess I I do tan a little but well it was it's hard it's hard hard work it it would have been fine the whole thing would have been fine except we rented a rowboat and I was just no, not a cloud in the sky, just on this lake rowing away. Mm, mistakes. It was it was fine. I, I I haven't gotten exercise in like eight months now, so that was cool. <laughs> you know, a little a little uh, a little work to break up the my muscles from uh, shit. What's the word? Atrophy. Atrophying. Is it a verb? At- atrophy. Yes. Atrophy, sure. Break up my muscles from doing that between just playing World of Warcraft for so long now. Oh, look, get back to me when you've played World of Warcraft straight for three months. Yeah, then you're a real boy. I mean, I'll talk to you in three months, <laughs> dude. This is filling my Tarkov slot. I have time. Uh. See my. I, I've talked about one of my friends a little bit who went hard in Guild Wars 2. And I don't think people understand. Like, Paul did his uh, his slash played for his, his main character. And he has, like, almost 3,000 hours or whatever. My friend also had 3,000 hours in Guild Wars 2. But this was, like, two years after it came out. Not 16. <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's gross. Um, yeah, the, the other thing I learned on my trip is, you know, I've, I try to, I try to analyze where I'm coming from a little more, try to get more in touch with myself and why I like things I like sometimes. I enjoy nature, but I really like being in nature in a way where I can easily walk back out of the nature. (laughs) Or like, or like. I really, really enjoyed um, the the for while we were out there. I loved waking up, and like it was our porch, and then just like trees, and then it was like through the woods a tiny bit to the lake. Um, it was super nice just sitting at the picnic table on the porch and having my morning coffee, and like just having the trees there and stuff. That was nice because then I could go turn around and go in the refrigerator and bum around for some yogurt. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, the it, the 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 woods were different than Wisconsin, because you know uh, it, back in the day, people you know rolled into the new world and they're like, "Wow, look at these look at these resources." So, Wisconsin basically 
just was a, a lumber yard for a while there and all of our old growth forests are now new growth forests so yeah that like picturesque image of like huge trees and like soft mossy uh ground and not a ton of bushes is just non-existent it's just fucking undergrowth as far as the eye can see with scrawny little birch tree bullshit so having some like big ass pine trees and just like not a lot of brush was it was nice no bugs no mosquitoes that was dope as all hell nice yeah but we had to walk so much can you imagine i mean exercising in nature I, i walk a lot every day I'm fine with walking. I don't mind. I just, my, preferred, I just, my preferred version of uh, vacation is going to the beach and boogie boarding uh, in the water for like 30 minutes, which is like <laughs> controlled falling down for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then you go take a nap <laughs> and sleep the rest of the day. Dude. Ideal. Dude. <laughs> I... I, I thought I knew what vacation was, and then... Do that, like, twice. Hell yeah. No, that was... Spain changed me, man. Like, I had never just had a... I mean, the first, as, as I've said before, the first half was hell. It was literally just walking in 95-degree weather amongst a sea of tourists looking at buildings. Mm-hmm. They all have four walls and a door, Hank. They all got four walls and a door. Really? Uh, some have like two doors and then and then or we, like the the one time the one time the one time that we go on a, like a tour bus thing that on is like the conference thing she was going to paid for and it was air conditioned and i fell asleep and anya woke me up immediately so i <laughs> i wasn't allowed to enjoy the air conditioning but then the second <laughs> week yeah just i'd never been to the beach before i'd never been to the sea before really except for like oh once uh we were in california for a wedding and it was like late october i stood on the beach for a few minutes before disliking it and then walking away um rude yeah dude just laying i just laid out on the beach the waves were bigger than me which is something i've never encountered before so i was swimming like all day just having fun nice it was it's a it was a great experience Laying on the beach, eating churros, fresh made churros. I was lazy, but damn. I'm not for. I'm done with. I don't like to hang out on the beach. I like to go in the water and then leave. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a sun worshiper. I'm usually like, not. I think. I think it's because like. If I was I don't. I don't want to get too burned. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it's like it's like putting me in a fucking oven. I'm just cooking. See, I if I'm if I'm by if I'm in like swim mode, I'm fine. If I can, if I have it, if I have an escape, like if I can cool off in the water, if it's the ocean or a lake or whatever, I'm fine being in the sun because I can just jump in and come back out. But yeah. That was the night our our apartment there that we that we rented was like I don't know fifty yards or less from the ocean, so like we'd just roll back when it got too hot, we'd just roll back in and fall asleep. 
that was nice. Amen. It's a great feeling. <laughs> you roll into the ocean so tired, and you get out. Yeah. Maybe you go in the pool or something, cool down. Plan for lunch. Go back, sleep. Go back in in the afternoon. Sleep again. Hell yeah. Maybe watch some TV. Hell yeah. But like, you're like, maybe go for a walk in the afternoon too. Maybe maybe there's time for a walk at some point. Oh, we did a lot of uh, a lot of the the quintessential the sunset walks. Important thing is that really most of your time is just lying around. Yeah, dude. Resting. Hell That's yeah. Vacation. Yes. Yeah. See, and uh, Anya is like the opposite of that. Very wants to mm-hmm. wants to go sightseeing and walk around and all that. I mean, very close to how my dad is. It's not an unfamiliar feeling. My dad is uh, maybe because he's in the tourism industry. Like a vacation is an opportunity to have a schedule planned to the minute. <laughs> Um, he's gotten better. He's gotten better over the years. But when I was little, we'd be in Arizona uh, visiting my grandparents, and like, it's warm, and there's a pool. I want to be warm and swim, but instead we had to go to like old timey West Town and a ranch and do things. I just wanted to lounge. Just wanted to relax and eat. Maybe walk around the block and steal a grapefruit from a tree. And now... Go to a local bookstore, maybe. Ooh. Try to find a place that sells comic books. <laughs> One time when we were in Arizona, a game came out for... I think it was it was the... Uh, that multiplayer Metroid game for DS. Hunters. Hunters. Metroid Metroid Prime Hunters. And I wanted yeah, it. I think I had to stop playing because the R button on my DS broke because I dropped it. Hell yeah. <laughs> you can't play that game without <laughs> an R button. It's like, that's like the shoot button. I got it while we were in Arizona. And my dad said, like, it could be my souvenir equivalent or whatever. But he, he warned me that it wasn't a good idea because it wasn't special enough. I wouldn't remember it. Well, joke's on you, Dad. I'm remembering it right now on a podcast in 2020. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be special enough. I, I get where he's coming from. I mean, it was it was special, though. He let me buy a game. Or rather, he bought a game for me. <laughs> it's plenty special. Hell yeah. I remember playing the shit out of it. It was so warm. That was like the first instance of me like just being shirtless around the house because it was so warm. And my grandparents had like this leather couch. So I would just play that game for hours when given the chance on that trip. And then I would like literally mm-hmm. have to peel myself off of the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents like to go to antique stores and that was always just like, all right. Are there comic books here? Comic books here, though. <laughs> the mission, dude. Antique stores are the see shit. If you can find them. I mean, they're. I love them when I can find old comic books. Um, yeah. For a while there, I always thought they were lame because there was never anything interesting. But then I realized that there are mm-hmm. antique stores that aren't shit, and they have like a ton of stuff. And that then you find like old Star Wars stuff, yeah. and I'm I'm down. I'm a hundred percent in. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're telling me I can get this Phantom Menace novelty mug? This original trilogy box set and a Playboy from August 87? All in one store? Yes. God bless. I also had a lot of action figures, actually, at the place I'm thinking of. But oddly, I, well, not oddly, but I guess stupidly expensive. I understand that they're yeah. it's Star Wars and they're collectible, but holy shit, that quality is not great in the early early toys. No. <laughs> Star Wars toys are garbage. Um. I actually have original Star Wars toys are just fucking bad. I have two old toys that my uncle had when he was younger, and he I think he got rid of a lot of this stuff, but he saved like a Darth Vader figure and like a little Yoda figure for me. Mm-hmm. And he, he he straight up was like, I was gonna sell them, but they're worth like less than the shipping cost would be. So I figured you would like them. I'm like, yeah, sweet. Yeah. And clearly, yeah, open toys aren't worth anything. Clearly. I think it's the Darth Vader. Clearly, his lightsaber was a cane that was colored red. <laughs> like, it has a handle at the bottom. <laughs> it's just not, like... It's something. Well, absolutely wild. I think he, I think he did say, like, it would be even even open it would be worth more if it was like there was some mold of it or something that was a little wonky and it's like worth money no matter what but don't have that one mm. I, I have Kane Vader I mean I have old man if, Darth if Vader if it's like worth money because of some weird manufacturing defect that's probably not the one a normal person would have yeah I mean, ah, you never know, though. Because it would be rare. Yeah, 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 I guess. Someone has to it's have it. It's still wild to me that, like, the thing from my childhood that held value was magic cards. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the things that actually... That's crazy. Comic books do not hold <laughs> value at all. Man. But I knew that... I wanted yeah. them because I like them. Yeah, which is the you know the reason to want them. I yeah. think for I mean, maybe that's what bugs me. Yeah. About, mm-hmm. about like, not. I mean, my my experience with it, of course, is is in magic. But anything like comic books or magic, um, when people want the thing because it's worth money and their desire is financial gain when it is a toy or an entertainment thing of some sort that pisses me off Mm -hmm. or video games like old video games like why am i i'm paying 80 dollars for this gamecube game because people buy this gamecube game and hold on to it because they think it'll be valuable and then it becomes valuable because everybody's buying them and holding on to them or whatever bullshit or because they didn't you know print enough of them at the time because it wasn't popular enough but then became popular later. No, no. Or or was expensive at the time, like Earthbound. Oh, Earthbound, like Earthbound sure. was like an eighty dollar game at the time or something. Like Earthbound, those, those SNES RPGs were yeah so expensive. Like 
rare like stuff, sure. Too. Or stuff that's not like stuff that wasn't printed enough, sure, but like fucking Smash Bros. Melee should not be a $60 game outside of like the weird early versions. I mean, just because people play it and wear it out. <laughs> like Smash Bros. Predators are. I play I that game to the point of destroying the discs. Either way. Either way. When people get into that stuff, just. Actually, that's been. I just saw a thing about that recently. Um, what was it? So it was like this whole thing. Someone. Uh, because, of course, people. People. Companies. Both. Some of one, some of the other. Um, they like were trying to flip a like a sealed minted copy of ah, I think it was Mario Bros. I think it was just like the original Mario Bros. Like sealed and minted. They wanted like I don't know, like a hundred thousand dollars or something because it had recently sold for like ninety thousand or some shit like that. I don't know, but it's all just people in that circle trying to make this a thing. When in reality, video game collectors, for the most part, are not going to be paying $100,000 for that because it's just not worth it. Ben. Yo. It's lo- that's all value is, is that there's someone else. No, but there's they're like trying two to... two competing people. I guess, but like... That's... Look, you're just seeing behind the sham of economics in general. I mean, sure, but I'm saying they are trying to conjure. Also, up. I wouldn't say Smash Brothers just, like counts as a game that's worth money when it's like it's just held value. It's like worth what it was when it was new. Um, no, it went down for a bit. Yeah, Most, it did. Like, and, I, and GameCube, it, it did go down, but then it it's just back up to you know, yeah, it's the price of a new game. It's not like well increased in value it's not like actually it's a thing that's only worth it's worth that much because people want to play melee sure the, but i mean the, the even uh like something like uh animal crossing for the longest fucking time that was like i think it peaked at like 30 dollars like like i'm saying peaked mm-hmm. like long after the fact like four or five years ago when I was buying Animal Crossing on GameCube, that shit was like $30. And then something yeah. fucking happened, and now they're all like 50 to 60 Well, because it came harder to find them. Because, like, who keeps that stuff in stock? I mean, use game stores? Why Why was it... No, thir- why those was it, don't exist. Why was what it- use game stores exists, Ben? That's, like, that's the thing, like, if like in an era where GameStop would be having those games, they weren't worth anything because there were all these GameStops that have any of them. But once those games like like GameStop gets rid of that stock, and you can't find those things easily, then they start to increase in value if people want them. That's just supply and demand, baby. Well, it's all garbage. Anyway, anyway, circling. So back. you got to get that shit before they liquidate their world shit. Well, no, now again. what I keep telling myself where I'm like, yo, you have to, there are like a few 3DS games you want. You should probably figure out getting them before like 3DS games become impossible to find or something like that. Yeah. And they all become like more expensive than $20 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is the story of why I recently bought Star Fox 64 for the 3DS. 
checks out. That game's good. It is good. Well, I mean, though they did redid all the voice acting for the 3DS version. Yeah, but the frame rate is good in that version. <laughs> so it's a trade-off I'm kind of willing to make. But the voice acting thing was why I never got it originally. Mm. But now I'm more okay with it because of the frame rate. I I had the submarine level is playable. Amazing. I had that game and Ocarina of Time 3D. Mm-hmm. I, s- I ended up selling them both, but the reason I sold Ocarina of Time 3D was because I got to a point where I owned literally every other available Zelda game on 3DS digitally, and I just couldn't do it. I, I took the money hit to own Ocarina digitally to line up nicely That's in hilarious. my folder. I couldn't. It's one. It was the only one. Literally everything else digital. Just this one game. Just one. That's some. That's some dumb OCD bullshit, dude. If it was but even I like if it, it if it was even like two games, like I'm not gonna buy two retail price games digitally to complete this, but one. Hmm. And it's. I think it was like because I think Ocarina 3D has long since been like their whatever platinum price or whatever nonsense hang on a second oh we'll we'll, we'll cut this nope no cutting you have to live with ben dying i guess oh it's in my throat That's just the life we live ugh You have to keep all that in. He's no. Oh. <laughs> it was like a hair or something. Ugh. I'm like part cat. Oh. Mm. My nose hurts. Don't eat your own hair, Ben. Don't lick yourself clean. That's not hygienic for you. <clears throat> you don't have the shit ah. that cats have in their mouths. Maybe like a rogue nose hair or something. Or an eyelash. I, it was like it was like a small hair. It's not like it was like a three-inch like, strand of <laughs> the sequel to Rogue Squadron. Rogue nose hair. <laughs> Ugh, critically acclaimed. Look, there is a part of me that wants to own Mario Kart Double Jazz just because I own all the other Mario Karts. That's reasonable. You should do that then. I mean, that's that. That's very reasonable. I really, I don't know. Mario Kart Double Dash is a good one. Did you? I know Paul hasn't played it. Have you played it? Or no? No, wait. No, no, no. Paul has played it. That's like the last one that he liked, or I think it's the last one that he liked slash first one that he stopped liking. It's like right on the right on the it's where the line is drawn. Okay. Mm, my friend who had it owned a GameCube didn't have it, so I didn't play it that much. Gotcha. I think he didn't have it. Yeah, I think he didn't have it. Um And I didn't own a GameCube. Hmm. And then I had a Wii. 
and I just bought the Wii Mario Kart. Very late. I, I got to that one pretty late. I think I played, s like, seven first. Okay. And I was like, what was this? Wii one like? I don't remember. I don't remember the order in which it happened. Yeah. Yeah. I just really... I mean, at this point, from, from Nintendo, what I really, really want is just fucking Wind Waker and Twilight Princess on Switch. I'll even take the remakes at this point, though I think they're oh, both not Wii great. U, dude. The Wii U is the Zelda machine. Yeah. Yeah. All the Zeldas. One device. Is it really all of them? I know... I think... I think you can play every... I think you can play every Zelda on there. Because there's still... The Oracle of Ages. The GBA ones aren't on that. They're I only on 3DS. I think they might be. All I'm, the 3D Zeldas are on it. I know... Sure. I know the... Uh, not Link Between Worlds. Got them. Um, oh yeah, not Link Between Worlds. So it it has to just be all the 3D Zeldas on one box. I remember... I think for most people, it's the Zelda machine, but I'm on that fat 3DS ambassador program, so I got Minish Cap on 3DS as well. I know Minish Cap is on Wii U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually got a uh, Game Boy Advance virtual console, sort of. Yeah. They even got 3DS virtual console stuff. Or DS, <laughs> rather, not 3DS. Yeah, DS, because they had that, they had that uh, Animal Crossing Wild World. The ideal way to play. Hell yeah. Wild World on Oh, Wii. right, that's why. Because they uh, Wii U has Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. I'm telling you, dude. I it's the Zelda machine. If you care about Zelda, and clearly you just don't care about Zelda, I mean, you don't need a Wii U. I've not actually. I mean, played, I don't care about Zelda. I've not actually. <laughs> but I have a Wii U. Phantom Hourglass or Spirit Tracks. I played a tiny bit of Phantom Hourglass. Not enough to say Phantom that Hourglass I truly played. Is the first Zelda game I ever played. Really, like all the way through. Really? And one of only two Zelda games I have personally played all the way through. Oh, dude. Uh, Link Between Worlds is the only one I've actually played all the way through. That is I my, don't like the 3D ones. That is my... That's like my confession. I have... <laughs> let's see. I beat... Um, I beat Link's Awakening. Because that was like hella recently. Um, yeah. I've beaten Wind Waker like eight times. I beat Twilight Princess. And... If you want to count it, I beat Ocarina of Time on N64, but that's because me and Jeremy were, like, taking turns doing shit when we would visit each other. Yeah. Like, I played parts of Ocarina. Yeah. My friends owned it, but I didn't play most of it. I did most mostly of what I did in that game was fishing, I think. Oh, that, I, think I probably spent more time that fishing than out. doing anything That else. checks way the hell out. Yeah, I might have played more of like the, I, I did play through the whole intro part, so I might have played more, that. More. I would possibly. 
Oh, I wish. <clears throat> Here's my Ocarina Baby. hot take. Go for it. The owl is worse than Navi. Fuck that owl. Yeah. I don't know if that's a hot take. That might be a common take. That's not voiced often. Uh, Owl's pretty owl. bad. He stops the whole fucking game. Literally. <laughs> Literally, he freezes anything. time <laughs> to give you useless garbage. Terrible. Um. Yeah. I... I really want... I really would want to... Maybe I'll just do do up an emulator. But I, I, I fucking want Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. I want to play those again. Um, I am good. Play those bad games. <laughs> I, I mean, I want the originals. Uh, because I want... Well, Wind Waker first off did not need a remake like at all. They took the they took the 3D game with that has probably the eh. gameplay aside. I mean, they fixed gameplay stuff though. People, like they fixed the and quest, right? I mean, they if you want to say fixed, they shortened it. They shortened it. They streamlined Whatever. They, made it, they fixed. Wasn't even that bad. Fixed. Wasn't even that bad. But from a graphics standpoint, which is like what I don't know. That's like the face of it, right? Game looks prettier. That game didn't need it. It aged the best graphically out of any of the 3D titles. Twilight Princess fucking needed it, and then they fucked it up a bit. They like didn't I forget I think they didn't change the models. They like improved the textures, but the models aren't different or something like that. I don't know. Again, I don't really like three. How this three D Zelda? Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I got to a part in Wind Waker where you're like supposed to do rope jump practice at the bottom of your boat. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, you got like ten minutes in, and I couldn't <laughs> do it. I failed. Oh man. I I gave up. I do own that game though. <laughs> on on GameCube. Because I played it way after the fact. That was know, most of my experience with three I like watching three D Zeldas though. That's like yeah. my experience with them is watching friends play them. I've had fun with partic- my my taste in three D Zelda is based on which ones were the most fun to watch my friends play. Which is Majora's Mask and Wind Waker were the, were the most fun to watch my friend play. Honestly. Okay, Twilight Princess was no fun. <laughs> Fucking boring. <laughs> was it the early part of Twilight Princess though? No, it's just the dungeons are like mm. not interesting. It's like you get the thing and then you do the thing. Yeah. Here's this creepy bird. Here's this yeti. I just I don't know what it I is. Know. I that. I mean that game Twilight it Princess. It did have that goat in part. That goat in part was pretty good. It goes goat in. Oh yeah. At the beginning. Yeah, yeah, where you're routing up the goats. Yeah. Um so Wind Waker was a turning point for me for games cuz I remember seeing I mean at the time like my main source of Nintendo shit was literally my Nintendo Power subscription. 
So between that and like a bit of internet stuff, um, like New Zelda was coming out. They had whatever, like the GameCube demo or something, and uh, like showing Zelda. And then Wind Waker came out, and obviously, like it was not the graphics they showed in this demo or the showcase or whatever. And I was like. I mean, I I was what I now hate, like complaining about the cartoony graphics and it looks stupid and blah blah blah. But then I played it and it was fun as shit. So that was kind of the point where I'd stopped criticizing graphics in games. Um, also, for a little while, I hated Wind Waker. I I think I've told this before. Uh, I played it on a stored demo and the controller was broken and I didn't know, so I thought you could only walk diagonally. I thought it was a really poor choice that affected the gameplay to an extent that I didn't feel like buying the game. Like, wow, it's so weird. Like, why would they make it so you can only walk, like, in a diagonal direction? Whatever. That seems ridiculous. This is... I'm not supporting this. <laughs> and then I rented it however many years later. I'm like, oh, okay, no, the controller was clearly just broken. And I'm stupid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, man. And then Twilight Princess just was like... I mean, also, I've, I've said many times like that, like, because of that game, I, like, made my way onto the internet and found my friends and all that shit, and it's basically why I'm here. So, that's... It's all because that, of that monkey. That monkey is the reason. <sighs> right? It's because of that little fucking kid, Malo, or whatever. I don't, I don't remember Malo. I mean, all the kids are annoying. They're very stabbable. Yeah. No, I, I love the tone of that game. And I, st okay. I still need to, uh, I mean, the one I, the, the, cause I, I was going to play through all the Zeldas and take like some notes on them and shit, um, mm -hmm. for a possible podcast episode or something. And Whoa. I, I, I'm in the middle of the Link's Awakening remake, which is very good, but just I have not. I, I Doesn't have frame rate issues. Have you experienced those? I mean, a tiny bit, but it's not terrible. I, I did. I, don't know that I, I trust you. I did the best. I did the best setup possible, which is apparently buying the digital version and making sure it's downloaded to the system itself instead of an SD card, and like it, it has not oh. been bad. I don't know. I get that people ex I like it. Not being bad isn't really enough for me to spend sixty dollars on a Game Boy game I own. I I don't I don't think it's a bad enough issue if again if you have that setup I can't speak to how improved it is again really the problem is it was a $60 yeah version of a Game Boy game I own yeah it's a very good $60 version of that Game Boy game though yeah but I don't love that Game Boy game either <laughs> <laughs> like I played I, it and it dude, didn't grab me. I it was it's neat. I like having a jump button. I'm, yeah, I'm the jump, dude. The jump was nice. I 
my favorite thing for uh, that game, well, the the remake anyway, is that I was just playing it and Anya was like in the kitchen and she's like, did this win awards? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, the soundtrack, did this win awards? I'm like, oh, uh, in the hearts of millions, I guess. Like it's, it was just like the over the generic overworld theme. I'm like kinda, like sort of. It's too made me happy. Won an award. It's it's so good though. A pastoral Zelda. Yeah, Zelda music is good. Can confirm. I don't know. Maybe I. I mean, maybe I get the Wii U just so I can literally play every Zelda game. So far. I mean, you like having them all in one spot. I do. I really like having them all in one spot. But if I were to get the Wii U and then buy physical cartridges of the DS games, just Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. You want them all digital because you want all the games that are only digital. But. If I get one of the... What if you just had all the Zelda? I mean, really? One I would be fine. I would be fine having Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks physically if the 3DS had two cartridge slots so I could keep them both in the system at all times. <laughs> if I could just make it a permanent Zelda machine, then it's okay. I mean, just throw Spirit Tracks in the garbage, though. That is it's kind of bad. like... Yeah... <laughs> Like, I would just get Phantom Hourglass and keep it there. But even Phantom Hourglass, I think. I mean, Phantom show. Hourglass is also, I think, impossible to go back to. Because I'm, its control scheme was very of its time. You can't go back to it if you never went there to begin with. I don't know. I don't know you can no, go it, back to dude, early, play this game with a stylus. Early DS games, playing Animal Crossing Wild World for DS. Same shit. Yeah. Same exact shit. I mean, I, I get... Yeah, but this is an action game. Yeah, I know. Not like a fuck-around game. Yeah, but I'm saying they didn't need... I I know it's optional, but they didn't need I just a, mean it's harder to go... Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's harder to... Well... Like... Fucking Wild World, for some reason... Well, the reason is that it's the new gimmick, so they shove it down every game's throat on release. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, there's a movement like option... Donkey Kong Country Returns, you have to waggle to do a roll. The movement, <laughs> there's a movement option in Wild World that is 100% stylus-based. You literally have to drag your stylus across the screen. That is the only option in Phantom Hourglass. Is it the whole thing? You have to use your... Oh. Yeah, that's the game. I'm out. You play that game with I'm the out. stylus. I that's what you, I'm saying, dude. I thought you still moved with, like, the normal... Okay, no. yeah, no, fuck that. I'm out. You move with the... That game was an unwanted sequel that doesn't have Tetra in it, so they can fuck off. I'm not doing a stylus and not having it has Tetra in my fake game. Tetra. It has... No, that's te- Tetra. It doesn't yeah, it have, Tetra like, in good... It doesn't have, like, good Tetra, though. It's I real it was Tetra. Just... In that game, it's actual Tetra, yeah. But how featured? It's, um, Spirit no. Tracks is the descendants of the characters from Wind Waker. So it's a different Link, and it's a different Zelda. And it has fake lineback, too. But Wind Waker is the same Link and Zelda from... Yeah, but isn't it Zelda, not so Tetra? So it's actual Tetra. No, she's Tetra. She, mm. went, she went back to being Tetra. Phantom Hourglass, she's kidnapped 
for the whole game. But oh, see, yeah. that's lame. She's Tetra in it. That's fucking lame. I mean, I I'll, the best part about Phantom Hourglass is the character of Linebeck, who's like your smarmy boat companion. He's a piece of shit, and I love him. <laughs> but then uh, Spirit Tracks has fake Lineback. It has like Lineback's descendant, uh, and he sucks. I, I mean, yeah, that checks out. It's uh, it's weird that Spirit Tracks is literally like this. Link and Zelda are this the direct descendants of the Link and Zelda from the other game. I mean, it's like the most direct, like timeline thing of just like it's weird Ooh. it's like this Tetra was my grandmother or whatever <laughs> just give birth well, uh, I, I have a feeling I have a feeling I know more or less the answer to this what's your take on the Zelda timeline They made too many Zelda games. Okay. I had all my money pooled into I don't care as an answer. Um. I actually like... Well, so there are parts of it that I like. I like that Wind Waker is the world of Ocarina drowned. Mm-hmm. Like that it's the physical space. Mm-hmm. Um, that that part is cool. It's when they get into like Minish Cap is the origin of Link's hat. And I'm like, this is <laughs> bullshit. And st- <laughs> this is fucking nonsense. Finish Cap 2. This time it's his tights. Like, like when there were just a few games, like saying that they happened in an order was cool. Yeah. And I really like the thing of Wind Waker where it's like the intro where it's like there came a time when evil rose and there was no hero. So everything got fucked. Yeah. Like, the part where Wind Waker is, like, post-apocalyptic, but also cheerful, is, like, I think that's super cool. Like, I I mean, I don't like the game they made, but I, I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. It's really the big the big thing. Like, I really like the idea of um, Majora's Mask being a Groundhog Day, too. That's also dope. Yeah. I, scary moon. I used to, like, back around... Twilight, I guess it would have been like Twilight Princess and then like from that and then through like Skyward Sword, I was kind of invested. Like I my my first round on the internet was on Nintendo forums so like I got into those discussions and I, I put some stock into it and then I just, I got to a point where I'm, I just do not care about the timeline. I love that I agree, like Wind Waker being in this like world and it's like underwater and shit is really cool or like twilight princess where you have like the uh the old hero of time or whatever or skeleton whatever skeleton dude is who's like teaching you sword moves and there's like a bunch of implied stuff that's great have them be connected i don't need a set timeline and honestly i've I've sort of i've i've kind of started judging people who try to like put everything in an in an exact order because the Pixar timeline. <laughs> All that's, the Pixar movies, one that's, timeline. That's what they fucking get. That's what they get for using the same pizza company in every film. 
I just think it was funny when Nintendo put out official stuff, how fucking nonsense it was. Yeah. Like, this timeline is where Link wins, and this one is... It was just like, you pulled this out of your ass. This is not what you planned when you made these games. Yeah. I liked it when it was like... If it was like... If there was more intentionality there, maybe. Mm -hmm. It felt like a dumb fan theory. Yeah, (laughs) they cobbled to it. (laughs) That was somehow dumber than all the fan theories I'd heard. (laughs) I think. I mean, uh, like I like progress from one sequel to another in Nintendo. Like I think there's potential there because of how the Nintendo. The Mario Land series on Game Boy went, mm-hmm. where Mario Land One is Mario goes off in a foreign war to save Daisy, and then Mario Land Two. It turns out that that whole mission was a trap laid by Wario so Wario could steal Mario's house, <laughs> and like the the final boss of Mario Land One is like one of the stage bosses yeah in into and that's dope and then uh, like the three then you're wario and you go on a mission to f- find your own home <laughs> and get rich mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that like when you play wario you wario is actually interested in the thing the player is in getting the coins yeah and collecting the things like you're I like that when you play as Wario, your your goals as player and character are actually aligned. Mm-hmm. It's like it was a neat thing, but I really like the recontextualizing Mario Land One as yeah, this was all a bullshit <laughs> foreign war Mario got sucked into, <laughs> so that bad shit could happen back home. Hell yeah. It's just, like, clever in a way Nintendo games just never try to be. Yeah. So I could do with a little more of that. And there's, like, some of that in some of the Zelda stuff. Like, with the the Wind Waker layering of stuff. If there was some consistency in the world... Like, if Hyrule were, like, always laid out the same or something, that would be cool. Dude, um... Like, every... That actually... Dragon um, Ball game, the world is the same. People... Hilariously, people bitched about that in the Far Cry franchise. So, between 5 and New Dawn, it's, like, the same map, but New Dawn is just, like after the apocalypse in Montana, which is where 5 takes place. So it's roughly the same map, but, like, shit's just destroyed now. And people complained. In Far Cry Primal, it's roughly the same map as Far Cry 4, but it just takes place, like, 20,000 years ago or whatever. And people yeah, complain. Who cares about... Because the Far Cry isn't, like... A fictional setting with lore. Yeah, this is just them reusing the map asset that they built. But, but still, I think that shit's cool, though. Like having, like being able to see place a place you've been before in a different context like that. I think that shit's dope. Yeah, but I it, think it's, it's dope if there's like narrative context to it. If it's just you're reusing the asset. 
for your particularly in like an open world game where like exploring the map is the only thing like if you're just playing the same map like the part where it's still a video game i i see why you wouldn't want to do that because you're kind of just playing the same thing again yeah like the wind waker thing works because your your mode of exploring that world is completely different i suppose Look, it, or fine. It's just like make all open world games like Dota. It's the same map every <laughs> time, except with slight changes. That's the sport of it. <laughs> this time, Roach is on the left. I'm so curious to see what. Now we've moved him over to the right. I'm so curious to see what Breath of the Wild 2 does in regards to the map. takes place entirely in an underground world that's completely different. Ugh. I don't like that. You have that, a cave sky. That sounds like spirit tracks with minecarts. <laughs> I mean... What if instead of drawing, like, your path on, like... with, like, some ability to explore, you drew your path on train tracks? <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2, but it's a mix Also, of what if you had to stop at exactly the right time or your passengers get mad at you and you have to try again? Ugh. That's get the worst here. part. Get out of here. You have to time your train stopping so you're a good conductor or your passenger gets mad at you or whatever. Do you think... I, I, I kind of hope... I, I mean, this is just me being a little a little spiteful of people who put Breath of the Wild as their number one Zelda game after 20 years of playing the same formula and then immediately liking the thing that is not that formula. Um, like, Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, and it's like half City Builder, half RTS. <laughs> Just now Breath of the Wild is it's, Minecraft. It's <laughs> oh, shit. Now Breath it's a battle royale. Oh no! Build walls. Breath of the Wild, but it's <laughs> Fortnite. Hell yeah! Link can now floss. Oh Just no! Just in time. The trailer is the him. Nintendo are the most timely. The trailer is him flossing and then doing a a Pog Champ speech bubble. Nintendo hops online. <laughs> Nintendo tries to get with the times online and does so in the worst way. Okay, so my actual biggest problem with Breath of the Wild is I didn't like playing it. But my biggest problem with it is that the voice acting's bad. I just switched the language. It sounds much better when you can't understand them. <laughs> that probably would have helped. I heard, I heard Zelda's voice. If like and if I Zelda's dipped, voice I had been good, I would have liked that game so much more. Yeah, I had so much more affection for it. I bailed fucking instantly. I heard her voice and I dipped, like to a different Damn. language. Thankfully, they had Russian. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That I, I if I ever go back to it, I'll do that. We've, but the part where I didn't really 
like playing it is probably a bigger problem ultimately i still none of these people none of them will ever hear this like on this podcast specifically it's not really relevant to anyone in my life anymore but i wish i could find the people who fucking made fun of me on forums when i was like 13 and 14 for saying that i wanted an open world zelda and said that it's fucking stupid and i'm stupid and then those same people are probably just like jerking off over breath of the wild i want to punch them unbelievable See, you were wrong why did you have to be so right <laughs> why can't you just stop being i didn't wrong? want it to be like this i wanted bethesda to make the open world zelda Ugh. you want it more buggy i mean it was i forget what the hell it was like seventh grade you wanted to have grade. less quests in Let, it let's see let's see i wanted i'm trying to think of what it was of of like who got what it was like bethesda does the open world stuff but bioware does the story and then there was a third company in there okay, i so don't know mass who. effect andromeda I didn't know it, but 13-year-old me proved to have terrible taste, <laughs> as time would show. Ugh. That checks out. Look, it sounded like such a good idea at the time. Hey, man. 13-year-olds are just always wrong. Playing Doesn't matter. shit like Zelda <laughs> and Mario and all, playing, playing like only non-open world games and then playing like oblivion for the first time just blew my fucking mind dude like it literally it was like nothing i'd ever experienced kind of by coincidence but like it was fucking insane i could do anything i wanted and it was dope as all hell it's kind of i mean kind of kind of similar to like how grand theft auto felt i suppose which, like, Anya's brother is still going through that phase of, like, why don't they make this game fully open world and have it be, like, you can steal cars and stuff and you can buy, like, hover bikes. Because that's very expensive. <laughs> I mean, very expensive, but also, like, I, you know, I've explained, like, but that's, they already have Grand Theft Auto. If everybody made Grand Theft Auto, then it would be boring. They Need tried other that. Game. It didn't work. Talking about Jack. Everyone tried to make their Grand Theft Autos. Talking about Jack 2? Did not have the money. Jack 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Jack 2. That is one example, yes. I just remember I'd going... I already played EverQuest by the time Oblivion came out, so... Okay, well, not all of us are My fucking ancient, is, Why would I play Oblivion? That's not even multiplayer online. It, not all of us are old... I had dial-up. I still remember getting laughed at by a Nintendo... I, I, my internet was fucking terrible. My computer couldn't even really run EverQuest. <laughs> but my friend... See, really, my friend had already told me about EverQuest is the more important thing. Because mm. it wasn't like EverQuest was actually fun to play. <laughs> it was so fun to think about, man. Hell yeah. Once you just know EverQuest exists, then you're... You're Thinking really. about playing things is as good or better than actually playing the things. Actually, that's... Yeah. That's, I would say thinking about WoW is 
better than playing WoW, but it's not at nearly as much better as thinking about EverQuest was better than playing EverQuest. <laughs> I do. They brought they brought that much closer together. <laughs> now, now that you're now that you mention, I I think that's like the perfect realm that I fit into for Breath of the Wild. I love thinking about that game. I love thinking about playing it. And then I go and play it, and I'm like, you know, there's you other it dolphin though. Games. Right? It looks much better. Breath of the Wild. Yeah, really. An, an emulator, yeah. You huh. can get like 4K textures or whatever. Are you sure you're not thinking of Skyward Sword? I'm definitely thinking Breath of the Wild is on Wii U. Well, yeah. That's the Wii U version I'm, is the one they're emulating. Oh, okay. And they bump up all the textures and stuff. That's how okay. they can do it, because the emulation is completely cracked. Yeah, yeah. See, the one I've the one I've heard about for emulation is, um, yeah, Skyward Sword. Like, because it has, like, kind of a watercolor thing going on, but it looks like shit on the Wii U. But if but people I'll threw it in... Is, people threw it into look, an emulator, like and it looks Breath amazing. Skyward Sword is just... Badly designed. I never played that game. I skipped out on that one because motion controls can. I watched. I watched my my friend play enough. There was like okay stuff going on with the story, but man, like they make you just go back to the same zones over again. Yeah, it's just not well designed. The fucking part you have to like stealth around ghosts. (laughs) It's really bad. You get to swing. The big innovation is you get to the Wii Motion Plus swinging your sword, which I guess yeah. doesn't even exist in the Wii U version. You just yeah, use a button probably. Uh, no, it still does. It's still it's still oh, Motion Plus. It. It's all Motion Plus. There's no button. Oh yeah, because you cause, yeah yeah because you can use Wii Motes. Yeah, because people said they wanted a remake of Skyward Sword on Switch that is like oh, it without has that. without motion controls and people have responded and said that's never going to happen because literally they'd have to it's not a remake it's a new make like they just have to completely redo the game uh-huh which i'm fucking fine with do it the customer's always right now nintendo the game's bad though i mean why would they release things on why would they why would they remake games that are beloved or put like Wind Waker HD on Switch when they could drip feed uh, Nintendo like original NES games that nobody gives a fuck about on Virtual Console. Hey, they put SNES games on Switch after like they moved up three one years. rung on that ladder. Yeah, and then immediately drip. What was it? We got like I forget. They just released like they they did like the original F Zero and then like four games that nobody had heard of or cared about. Yeah, we're still not at, like, Donkey Kong Country 2 yet. Yeah, yeah, they don't even have, like, the actual <laughs> games that people give a shit about. It'd be I mean, different. They have Super Mario World. It would be That's... different if they had a nice... In yeah, a they nice... don't have Spider-Man on SNES. Uh, games people care about. You know what? <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard. I told this to... I, I know... Maybe it was just me and Paul playing. Or me, Paul, and someone else. I don't know if you were... I know you weren't there, but I don't know if you were in Twitch chat. Um... I tried. I tried playing that game. 
I was gonna... Oh, Spider-Man? I had a plan. I had a plan to surprise you. I was like, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> learn this game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna contend. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fucking practice this game in secret until I beat Hank, and I'm just gonna upload it. It's gonna be a fucking thing. I think I, 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 I made it like two hours. I made it like two hours. I'm like, I can't do this. I just can't. It's, it's, what it's, level, it's, where it's, you get? it's a physical can't, but also a mental can't. I can't do this to myself. Um, how far did you get? I got, I got second level. It wasn't like construction zone. Yes. Beat Doc Ock. I beat Doc Ock. Yeah. Okay. Um, it wasn't. You didn't get to the top of the construction site. I fight the Spider Slayer. No. Um, it wasn't like (laughs) it wasn't necessarily a block of like I can't play this game at all, even though it does control like a fucking. It, it felt like I was holding the controller through a wet blanket. I mean, the, underwater, the, the upside is down. When you run, you, your character, the screen doesn't scroll to you like three quarters of the way across the screen. You're like, like, yeah. so stuff just pops up on you. Yeah, it's a uh, slide around. It's a mess. Yeah, um, once you know everything that's like, it's. Literally in my brain, I'm like, okay, this is coming up next, so I have to do this. Yeah, and with the, and with the, you must use the force. With the, with the first level, I mean, that's kind of where I was getting at. But like, yeah, I, th- I, mean, the I couldn't. Level, the, the only real, there, the two stumbling blocks are not knowing how to kick, how to get through the grate at the very beginning. So to, like, get the jump in the background. And then webbing Doc Ock's eyes and hitting him with the laser, knowing to do that. So the. The hurdles on the first level are, first off, you're playing Spider-Man on SNES. <laughs> That's the first thing I had to I mean, contend with. Given. Like, I, it just felt so terrible. I, I think I could have... That game's like, better than the Genesis version. I could have I kept going, but I'm like, the only reason I'm doing this is to get good enough to speedrun it. Do I want to do mm-hmm. that with my time? <laughs> the answer was a very firm no. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> it was too much. But the I did thing try. Is, I did to try. get good enough at it to beat it, I was close enough that I was good enough to speed run it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I got there. <laughs> of like having wanted to beat it. Although we did beat it once as kids, um, but you know when I was revisiting game SNES games in college, I'm like, I want to beat this. Yeah, and like getting good enough to beat it got me pretty close to being good enough to to at least do like you know bad speedrun times to then and then work on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a mess. Again, it's you know, it's never gonna you happen. Play WoW, or you could speedrun Spider Man. What are I your could, priorities? I could relax, or I could hate myself for the entire world I live in. Relaxing is speedrunning. Hating the entire world is <laughs> WoW. <laughs> Put eighty and a half hours into getting a max level character. I think after that same amount of time dedicated to speedrunning, I would maybe have, like, the third level done. Maybe. 
on a non-speed run and, time. And eight that. hours for so little for a WoW character. Yeah, I know. It's the Destiny problem. It's absolutely the Destiny problem. And I kind of don't like it, which is why I could see myself doing a classic character and maybe enjoying it. Now, now you've reached Endgame WoW, which is just Destiny. You have now, now if you're playing WoW, you're, you are just doing Destiny. Mm, I don't see where you're coming from. That will then be wiped. Yeah, but whenever the next piece of WoW has so, more really. options for fun. Like you're getting your gear, and I've—I mean, there—I've seen a ton of complaints about how like they're doing the Pokemon thing, where it's like we're gonna do this thing this time, and then we're gonna make it irrelevant and wipe it next time, and you have to do a different gimmick. Uh. You have I mean, Z moves been now. Wow f- always, always. Yeah, but it's it got the progression of an MMO. From what I've, what I've, from what I've seen, it got worse with like, I guess Legion maybe, because you had like the artifact things, and then they literally just made those Legion useless. Legion put in more grinding because people complained there wasn't enough to do. Gotcha. In the last expansion. Okay. So they gave you but, more stuff to do. So well, you they brought back the grind. Well, you have that aspect. <laughs> so of, I jumped out. <laughs> you have you have that aspect of like just getting better gear, and that's the game. Um, yeah. I also like just I don't know playing it is is fun. In Destiny, it felt like literally the only thing was getting better gear because that kind of is the only thing. Unless well, you're doing unless you're doing PvP, different guns because the guns are fun. Yeah. Like the big thing in Destiny is the guns are feel really good to shoot. Yeah, that's the biggest thing for me though. Everything else is kind of secondary. And wow, I like that I can like there's mounts to collect. That's a big thing for me. There are more trees. Trees are nice. Trees are nice. Actually, the thing in WoW that that I enjoy is the fact that there is actually a market and you can actually play it. Like that's like that's what I was spending my time doing in Tarkov, and they fucking took it from me. That literally, I heard heard about this game called Magic Gathering Online. That has a market. Don't start. (laughs) Don't fucking start. Uh, Someone, let me see if I can. I I made a I made a comment on the Magic subreddit in response to someone else's thing. Let me see if I can find it. Um. Because, as usual, as usual, there's like a hundred thousand fucking people who all decide to, you know, one person, one person makes some comment about buying a power, a set of power nine in like 1997 and everyone's like, oh man, if I could only go back. Fucking idiots. Um, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um... What I learned from, uh, time travel back to 1993, buy a Black Lotus for $30 and then, like, come back and sell it for, you know, a billion percent profit. Someone responded, finally, and this is what I'm going to use from now on when, like, Jeremy or anyone else says this. Bad plan. 
you're back in the 90s and you buy your lotus, maybe you buy hundreds of lotuses. A few days later, someone looking for a black lotus can't find it. And that guy was supposed to be so into the art that he would show all of his friends and they would spread the influence. And he ended up being a keystone in making the game popular. And now that you've taken the lotus from him, he gives up on it, doesn't tell his friends, and the game never becomes popular. So it's worthless when you get back to 2020. Perfect. Absolute perfect. Ugh. Fucking hate that sentiment. You so many things, and you're buying magic cards in 1993. I mean, people. Magic card. The reasons those cards are so expensive is because they were selling out. <laughs> like as soon as they printed but them. But I'm the, the 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 funniest part would be traveling back in time, trying to buy magic cards and not being able to find them, and then having to give up. I mean, you wouldn't need to give up though. You find someone who has them all, and they give you a murder an, them. No, they give you Always. an they give you a absurd price of charging you like four times what they bought. You say fucking fine. Here's two hundred dollars or whatever per card. Yeah, sure. Like. <laughs> Okay, Man. I'll make slightly less but profit. You need, A, you need to first get some 1993 dollars. <laughs> so what are you going to pay them in? Your fake future money? <laughs> what are these why colors is this, on why, this? Yeah, why, fake is this as shit. why is this $20 bill pink, you asshole? So first you have to make your 1993 money. Ah, it'd be easy enough to find money today and go back. I, I'm assuming, well, you know, they're magic players. They probably aren't smart enough to do that I don't think it would first. be that easy. Like, 1993 money? That isn't around, really. Mm-mm. Look at your dollar Someone, bills. Someone's out there collecting. They, they changed it Hank, so much. Hank. Someone out there is tracked down a fucking someone out there is yeah I was gonna say someone out there is collecting ninety three dollars someone someone out there has a rock hard erection for nineties era American currency you need to find this person why are they gonna give it to you because you're going to pay them I'm gonna use that one out too. Next time, next time someone says they want to go back to 1994 and buy Power 9 cards, they better fucking watch out. I'm going to hit them from every angle as to why their plan is stupid and they're stupid. Any other things? Any other things I can hit them with? And then they bring back COVID and they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They ruin the world early. Terrible. So then magic never takes off because nobody can experience events near each other. Sounds like a best case scenario. And they never get to make MTGO. Or Arena. So no one can play magic. Got him. <laughs> hmm? Oh. Oh, got him. I thought you said God, I'm. And no, I was waiting for the him. I was waiting for the rest of the sentence. Got him. Goto M. Well, we've gone like an hour fifteen. I figure that's good enough. Hank, what what magic stuff do you have to talk about? There were some bands. We've been talking a little bit about Nightmare Tiny Leader. We got Amon Cat coming in two days. Oh yeah, 
fucking hour of promise, baby. Feels like you're dead. <laughs> Problem all over again. Maybe. I don't know. Hell the format yeah. may be too good for it now. I have no idea. I mean, let's talk about the bands a little bit. Wilderness Wreck to Fairy and Growth Spiral and Cauldron Familiar. Yeah, bud. Standard. And suspensions in Historic, we got to Fairy and Wilderness Wreck, right? Yeah. Good. Good, good. I wasn't, for some reason, I thought they also suspended Growth Spiral, and I was like, come on, give me my, give me my little not. Sebi boy back. I mean, they would also, if they got rid of Growth Spiral but kept Explore, that would be weird. I guess you can still explore and row, but growth spiral has to go. <laughs> too much. One too many. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. That's why, like, that's the thing of like, they can just print a fixed version of this card. It's like, yeah, but for all older formats, that's just another version of that card people can play. So that's still a thing. Mm hmm. Like, if you're doing it for Commander, yeah, now they can play both. They can play the old version and the newer. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily fix the problem. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. The, the bands, I've been... I played a bunch of experimental stuff, but I still kind of think just doing ramp is probably pretty good. The thing I'm surprised is the sacrifice decks are kind of still doing really well without Cauldron Familiar. I mean, I think that one I'm a little surprised by. I'm I don't find that too shocking. Isn't I thought Cauldron? I mean, yeah, it's a it's a backbone strategy to an extent, but isn't it a lot of times? Isn't it just a nice cherry on top? Like if you get it set up, that's fine, but you need like a another plan. I guess. I think they just have enough tools. They have devil either way, kind of. But yeah, they just they just need yeah. they just had so many tools. Yeah. They still have mayhem devil. I'm and I'm kind of fine with that. Cauldron familiar was honest again. It's annoying because it just took so long. Like yeah. it wasn't. It was to the point where it's like this is a problem enough that I'm probably going to lose, but I can't be certain, so I'm going to sit here and play it out for however long it takes. Not as bad as Nexus, well, call, and, obviously, but. Mm -hmm. And Calder Failure is the only one of those cards that was not going away with rotation. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's a little. So that's interesting. I think it's kind of funny that they fandom this late into things like i mean i this is like it. just the thing of arena people are stuck are playing so, a so much more magic and people are this is the only one, people are stuck at home and playing more magic and they're yeah just like i guess they did save say me from this format i guess they did say like they're seeing people playing way more games or whatever because they're at home so mm-hmm and I just in it, general, just, like, Arena is so fast. People yeah. People are be able to play so many... Like, just in general, that's a problem for Standard, of, like, people burn through the formats before they're even released in paper. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> now, well, whereas, like, the 
the f- back in the day, the format wouldn't get solved till there was a pro tour. Yeah, and then like It'd after just be the a pro mess. tour, people would know the best deck to play. Yeah, it's still wild to me to like think about. You look at when cards got banned. As like, oh, this was a nightmare. They banned this card like a year after it came out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, imagine though. I'd be curious to see. I, I don't. I guess I don't know if they also would have this. Do they? Do you think they have data about like number of games played, but also like instances where games are just immediately conceded? You think they have that somewhere in their in their shit? Cuz I'd be I'd be so curious to know like if they do. <laughs> if there's just like well, people seem to just be playing a shitload of arena and anytime someone drops this card, they just concede. Cuz that's me. Oh, that's they're they looking have, at they me have, in their That's data. why they have the smiley face and the like, did you enjoy this match? Frowny face, smiley face. That's where they're collecting. I, I, <laughs> that's such a terrible way of. Coll- Did you have fun? Well, I won, so the answer is yes. <laughs> Hell I yeah, think, dude. I think I, I usually put a neutral. Sometimes when I, mean, I if, if someone I do won okay. and they didn't have fun, that's a that's a meaningful point of data. I guess, but what like, expect. what what person playing nexus of fate is actually going to tell the truth i mean the person that's i mean competitive magic players are going to play the best thing but kind of hate themselves and be sick of this thing and want to play decks that are faster but not i just thinking they're not good enough see and that's that's like the key point i'll play like if i'm trying to win for quests or ranked or whatever you know i want to play the deck that's going to win enough and even for, like, Man. in my heart, I like to play jank, but I'd like to win enough to keep me interested. Because I'd get... I, yeah. As as you've seen, I I get tilted fairly easy-ish. Uh-huh. Um, but if it's not fast, I'm out, dude. I love the song Mill well, deck, I, but, I, like... Again, and I think if you're uh, laddering, you really should only be trying to ladder with decks that are pretty quick. Like, laddering with control is not a good way to ladder. Yeah. It's it's just not, period. Which is why a lot of times you'll see with the more aggressive decks is people doing good on ladder. Even if, like, the control decks are the better better decks. Because you can just get fewer games in. So it's not worth it, really, if you're just trying to rank up. Yeah. So that's a thing. Whereas if you're doing like a tournament, you do the. Although sometimes even in tournaments, like there are people like there's an argument to not do the control deck because you're gonna be fucking exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> or because like the games take forever. Like yeah, yeah. Through, it's in the first Magic Open where I timed out. <laughs> Look, because those those Yori and Luca. Your matches took forever. I'm I'm stoked on historic in general right now. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't been playing a ton, but like it's so exciting that they're actually putting Amonkhet back in or Amonkhet block, I should say. Um, yeah, jumpstart. 
is, you know, that's a double-edged sword. It's cool. It introduced a lot of cool shit that I really like, but... Goddamn, just give us some packs. Let us actually get things. It's so annoying. Yeah. But good additions yeah, method of overall. Jumpstart is kind of... It's kind of bad, and it... Because I was so focused on the way I was acquiring cards through Jumpstart, I didn't even really get to enjoy Jumpstart like the way it's meant to be of like picking whatever yeah. two combo versions of these I want to play together or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't actually thinking of deck construction anytime because I was just thinking about the cards I wanted to, I needed to get. So that's kind of lame. I think they should have. I think it was an experiment that didn't work. Yeah, it was close. I think it's close. I think, I mean, there's, there's obviously there's many different ways they could have tackled it. Um, I think even just adjusting I mean, if there, it. If so that were a format and there, you could just get normal packs. <laughs> That's how you would do it. Yeah, yeah. Like but for you could draft it this way, or you could just do it normally. I think for drafting it that way, if it wasn't two wins, that's what for me. That's what felt so bad. Like, why the hell would I keep enjoying this? Like, even if I had a fun combo or something, why the hell would I keep enjoying it if I'm actively missing out on value? by playing more than twice in a row if I win both times. Like, of course I'm going to resign it's and enter again. It's a weird thing with the, like the rewards. Like if, like when um, F&M rolls around and it's like, or like, and they're, or whenever they're running a Historic Brawl event, it's like, hell yeah, I'll play a Historic Brawl. Once I've got my rewards, though, I'm just like, I could do something else. See, Even if, like, really, if I want to be able to play Historic Brawl whenever. But If it's... If know, it's, there's something about get just getting in the reward and then moving on. If it's F&M it and, it's a, and it's actually something fun, like some of the weird Cascade shit or occasionally Mormir or Historic Brawl, I'll stick around. I'll do a few extra. Especially Historic Brawl. Dude, my elf deck does not always win, but I fucking love playing that deck. So I, I last Man. time they had it, I sat around and did like maybe double the games I would have needed just to get rewards. It's just fun. Jumpstart was not... The way it was structured was not fun enough to keep doing. Because it's just that act that, like... Yeah. Time it's that low-power uh, magic everyone says they want. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're gonna be like, people clearly don't want this because, you know, they just resigned and did it for the value instead of the I enjoyment. Mean, look... The thing I can definitely say about Magic players, they're going to complain. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, I'm... I'm listening to too many Magic podcasts where it feels like the people are kind of done with Magic, but they've, like, committed <laughs> their lives to it, so they have to be here. Yeah, they're just in it forever. Like, I'm just like, man, you guys are definitely burned out and should probably not be doing this anymore. So, but you're pot committed now. I didn't, I didn't look into it at all. Do you know anything about where Pioneer is at? Because I know in the second to latest, I mean, I've band, heard that again. I again, since I don't play it, I only hear it about yeah, on yeah. Magic podcasts. Uh, anecdotally. Uh, cues were firing quicker. Like people were playing the format again on MTGO. Well, yeah, I know that the other band they had like did nothing in this one. They actually took care of some stuff, apparently. 
yeah, they like because they were in Pioneer. They were taking out combo pieces, so they're getting yeah, yeah. combo decks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, based on how Pioneer has been sounding, I'm kind of okay with Historic just like not turning into Pioneer. <laughs> from what it, from what I've heard, a little bit. I mean, I also I was hearing anecdotally people were way more into Pioneer post the bands than Historic or Standard. Because the Pioneer bands actually worked. Whereas mm. if you play standard, you're still playing ramp decks. The same exact deck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're still kind of seeing the same things. I mean... I mean, I really, I just want to be playing Pioneer because one of the best decks Kaladesh. is... Uh, Kaladesh? Niv-Mizzet. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> Niv-Mizzet Reborn, maybe? Um, I just need them to print Bring to Light in historic and then do you think also people are still playing teferi time reveler in that deck though (laughs) do you think uh part of the reason why standard is staying a little bit the same at least uh in arena is because people just have their shit built and it's what they know so they're just sticking as close to that formula as they can no i think just the ramp there's still just enough ramp it's still good Okay. I mean, like I can certainly see. Spiral, it. so you you just lean into Arboreal Grazer, and then you Arboreal Grazer into Uro, into Nissa. Yeah, that's still pretty fucking good. <laughs> you just you just like the thing now that Wilderness Reclamation is gone. Decks play a little bit more removal. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Now that the fairy's gone too. Honestly, like wilderness. The thing is, I, the thing I, the big thing is, just I'm not. I don't want to feel like getting committed to this historic format because Alan Kent remaster is around the corner. Oh and, yeah, like yeah. Thoughtseize is gonna change the, Dude, <laughs> the format. Thoughtseize is gonna be absurd. I'm just I I hope they have like a decent draft environment or I hope they have decent draft events I should say cuz doing blue red burn or like spell slinging burn or whatever mm-hmm. so much fun. I just I've forced that almost every time I drafted in that block and I destroyed people. It was dumb. I haven't drafted in like a long time at this point. I'm just too committed to yeah, I just like constructed too much. Now that I have yeah. cards, I have. Whereas, like on MTGO, I mostly I would I was like, it's all about playing the new limited if I was gonna play, because I'm on an equal footing. But when like I could build the decks I want to build, oh man, <laughs> I can just play constructed. It's great. Yeah, I I played I I've done draft when I have like the tokens from the pass or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm like sitting <laughs> on free. It's like sitting on two draft tokens at a sealed event or something. For the point, I've, it's like gotten to the point. I really wish they would put in a free mode where you don't keep the cards, because I would enjoy doing that. But right now, honestly, most of the time when I'm kind of like, hmm, kind of feel like drafting. I'm just like, or instead of paying money to draft, I could just play Slay the Spire Monster Train and get like the same fix or or Battlegrounds. Yeah. Especially that it like it is a thing. There are like drafting games that you could play instead. Yeah, it's pretty. That is that is a thing. 
experience. Yeah, but I don't know. I would mostly save up gold for draft. When I was drafting, I would save the gold to do the best of one drafting, and then if I won enough gems from that, I would roll those gems into a best of three draft. Yeah, and try and win more. My but once I've like I construct committed to construct it, I'm just busting packs. With I, my gold. Um, I kind of, I kind of tapped out. After I had that really good uh, Throne of Eldraine sealed event, and I ro- I like maxed out. I did it twice in a row, and I got three games out of one one purchase. And like since then, I kind of haven't done anything. Like why why disappoint myself when I went out on top? Mm. <laughs> Night to remember. Yeah. I think the other thing in my head is like, if you're gonna draft, it makes sense. You do the drafts first, then you open packs. Yeah. After you've gotten the specific things you want. I've gotten so many. I really hate that they included the same lands. In in uh, M twenty one. Right. Same lands. Is it like they have the temples or whatever? Like they redid the temples and fabled passage and shit. Mm. Am I crazy? Maybe. Because they had that whole thing about like they. The thing, well, they have duplicate protection if you have four ofs. They do, but now my collection yeah. looks like three temples from this set and one temple from the other set. And I think their duplicate... That sounds like a personal problem. I think their duplicate protection is also it's only kind of... only four of. I, yeah, it's I it's hot trash. It still feels like, anyway. Like, I, I some of the temples I have, like, six or seven of now. For no reason. Like... Well, that's why you gotta make it, sure you get four ofs. You gotta commit. Yeah, but I have four ofs across two sets. I think I have, like, I might... I think I have six or seven Fabled Passages as well. And I had a playset of that to begin with, so that's extra upsetting. I don't need that many Passages, man. I don't think I've seen another... I haven't seen any duplicates of any of the lands, so I don't don't share this experience. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. I don't believe you. You're lying. How dare you? I, why would someone go on the internet and lie like that about their experience? Uh, I don't understand liars. I, they're a mystery to me. I mean, I understand people lying. I don't understand people lying when there is hard, clear evidence that proves them wrong. No, kind of us just. Definitely. I mean, mean, I've. That gets. That's just how you get your way. Just how the world works. That came up. uh, Came up. Politics. See, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I obviously (laughs) politics, but like, (laughs) I was thinking smaller fish. Like again, Tarkov. Oh. There was a little trend of people hopping on the subreddit and being like, "I got banned for no reason," and then people like devs roll in and they're like, "Yeah, we have like." 
hard documentation of you using like 18 different cheating programs over the course of like three months <laughs> like oh, it's i love just, i love just ridiculous I love the approach to modding where there people the mods actually call out people for what they cheated how they cheated yeah dude because i'm like i've experienced the the thing of like seeing people post that i was banned for no reason but there is no response yeah and it's like ignore it I like the the coming in with the hammer of these are the things this guy did. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Little public justice. I I remember that part in middle school where this kid threw a log between me and my friend. And then the teacher who saw him did it was like, why did you do that? And he's like, you can't prove I did it. If If you came back in the morning and everyone else was dead and only I was there, you couldn't prove that I did it. (laughs) (laughs) What a response. (laughs) He escalated. (laughs) That escalated quickly. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) Good lord. Maybe I couldn't prove it, but now you're gonna have to prove some other things. Yeah, there was like a after one like assembly or something, we were leaving the auditorium and that kid just hit me in the face for no reason, and I said, Why did you do that? And then he hit me in the face again. And then I like put my arms around him and then a teacher yelled at us and I got in trouble too. Oh, I mean that's classic <laughs> school nonsense. How dare you defend yourself? You should know better. Why did you hit me? Hits me again. See, I like the, uh... Literally no reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I just don't get it. I've seen it on the internet, and actually it happened with my cousin. Like, when, when someone... When a kid is, like, freaking out on another kid that is, like twice their size or more Mm -hmm. and then they get absolutely fucked up and everyone's shocked that it happened like (laughs) my uh my younger cousin is a big boy i think he's like six 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 seven like Mm -hmm. i think at his max he played football for a while at his max he was like 350 pounds 375 he's just a fucking wall of a person just Mm -hmm. naturally and this this kid in high school was like picking on him and just like calling him every name under the sun and like pushing him a bit eventually my cousin just like picked him up and threw him off a stage into like a row of seats like what did this person what do you think is going to happen why would you walk up to like the human equivalent of a bear and just start poking it i don't get it I mean, why be a bad person anyway? But, like, why <laughs> why be a bad person to someone who could so easily ruin your, your day, if not your life? Because you want it. I don't know. I did, I I did hit someone once in school. I, I was five years old. And there was a kid in my class who was doing, like, just copying everybody, right? 
someone would say something, he would just repeat it, you'd tell him to stop, he'd say stop, and just endless, endless. All of the usual tactics to break him of this, this torture, just nothing was working. So I walked up to him and I donked him on the forehead and then he stopped. <laughs> mm. I could never catch the kid who drove me the most crazy. It was too fast for me. Mm. Should have tied his shoelaces together when he wasn't like, looking. I like kicked a chair at him <laughs> during class. <laughs> I got in trouble for that one. That checks out. Just, like broke me. I... Yeah. I don't know. My fa- my favorite one though is when I was trying to hit a kid because he'd been teasing me and he but he was bigger than me and he did the put his hand on my forehead. Oh, and you could at full range, and I couldn't reach. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> oh, that was a classic one. I did that to my brother all the time when he was younger. <laughs> Had a hand on the forehead, running at you. His legs are just moving, and oh, so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good, even from being on the other side of it. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, it, it, how can yeah. it not be funny? Man, I mean, <laughs> all, all those times when someone annoyed me, I was I would always get more upset at myself for being so easily annoyed. But like they could get under my skin so easily. Mm. I just wanted my heart hardened. Mm. Eventually, it happened, <laughs> and now I'm dead inside. Still hasn't happened Hooray. for me. I'm sitting over here with a list of films I can't watch while eating cereal. When will my heart harden? Okay, you have to undergo ego death. That's impossible. My ego can never die because I can never die. That the ghost that's right behind you just give up and let it kill you. No. That's what I did. I'm too fighting it. I'm too important and also too pretty (laughs) to do that. I'm so tired. <laughs> the anxiety every day. I'm too, I'm too youthful to, to eat cereal while watching Ip Man. <laughs> that is a violent one, right? I was trying to think of one spur That's of the just moment. A martial arts movie. Yeah, it's but like isn't that like Bruce a really Lee's teacher? Isn't it really like fucked up though? Like, isn't don't people like get all messed up and it's not cereal friendly? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. If you say that you don't know, and I go to watch that film, and someone gets a hammer to the face, uh I'm coming for you. Okay. You'll have to hold me by the forehead while I can't reach you. (laughs) That's pretty easy over the internet. Um, And also because you're like three feet taller than me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Every time I want to watch is The Pool, which is a movie about a guy who's stuck in a pool for some reason. Like, it's just like <laughs> a force keeping him in this pool. Sounds pretty good. And then there's a bad CGI alligator. That sounds... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I like it more with or without the alligator, if I'm being real. <laughs> 
Look, he's just stuck in this pool, okay? The analogy for COVID-19. Movie of the... of our times. <laughs> he's just stuck. Except it's a very obvious and clear force. Especially in certain countries. Anyway. Is that a... I also still need to watch... Yes. I don't remember the name of that. In wow. Samper Groundhog Day movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, Palm Springs? Palm Springs, yeah, yeah. I also wanted yeah, to see that. I also want to watch that. And maybe that American Pickle movie, too. It where where I had never heard of American Pickle. Is that like out on anything, or is it's it just out? It's on HBO Max. It's on HBO Max. Okay, so there's a 100% chance that I will be watching it. Not there. We will say. <laughs> I think I don't even know if that's available here. I mean, it says American in the title, so I'm assuming not. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, jokes on you. American Beauty is available on oh, Netflix. The cliffhanger. I never told you what's in this Lorwyn box. Oh, good catch. Good catch. I forgot about it. And? Was it a box full of original Black Border mint condition duels? So first we've got, like, the insert <laughs> story story insert and also like deck list okay for um the time spiral deck fun with fungus hell yeah i think a, a uh, more succinct title would have been fun guys but okay <laughs> we've got the lorwin insert for this elf deck i think yeah think do do a little do oh. do a little uh magic insert asmr crinkle the crinkle the the insert yeah tap that paper it's got like lore on it uh third insert also a lorewin precon insert it's just all these inserts. Just have the lit I think these all have the the list for all the decks, so I can't. They didn't make like different ones for different decks. Hmm. But I I think I was buying like two copies of those um, some of those precons because I wanted more copies of the cards in them to build like actual decks. Yeah. Uh, also, there were magic cards in here. Okay, see, that's where... That's... Okay, go on. Uh, it's <laughs> all the... It's the the cards from the collector... Ikoria Collector's Boosters I bought, minus the... The King Ghidorah and Space Godzilla cards, which I put in hard sleeves. Okay. So we've got a lot of common foils. Hmm. Right. We've got Foil Loris, the Dream Den. Oh, yeah. We've got a Foil Showcase version of Zerda. 
the Dawnwalker. Nice. Foil showcase of Karuga, the Macro Sage. Karuga, Jamaica. Non foil showcase of Savai Triome, the Mardu one. Showcase Skycat Sovereign. Oh, yeah. We've got uh, Zixrith's The Withering Storm, which is from the. Whatever, like Brawl Commander decks that. Ah. Uh, gotcha. The, the Teamer Snake Leviathan. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. We've got Showcase Aluna Apex of Wishes. Which I wouldn't ever, ever put in a deck because it's the same card that King Ghidorah is. <laughs> and I got King Ghidorah. So unfortunately this showcase I can't imagine ever actually playing it in an EDH deck. And I've got showcase Baby Godzilla. Hell yeah. Born. I still love how for a, a hot minute there and even a little bit right now Ooh, Showcase like, Cub Warden. The uh, the Godzilla subreddit was like a hundred percent magic cards of people just like I just went out and spent like eight hundred dollars and got all the foiled whatever showcase Godzilla art. Hell yeah! <laughs> people know what's up. I have a foil cat bird token, which I'm pretty Ooh. stoked about. That's where the it's money is. Good. Are you sure it's not in this foil swamp? Oh, uh, foil land. Hold up. Be specific. <laughs> uh, it's number 267 out of 274. Oh, it's a good one. Drawn by Jesper Ising. Jesper Ising. Sounds like a no name. Is it how, on a scale of 1 to 10, how generic is it? How, uh, how conformed is it to the magic vision of Dominaria? Uh, it's, uh, it's not that. All right. It's got more color than I'll a be, normal swamp. It's okay, not that I'll, generic. I'll be the fucking judge of this. Give me the, it's not, it's give not me that the, generic. give me the artist name again. Jesper Ising. Jesper? Yeah. All right. J-E-S-P-R. They got a... What's going on? Scryfall here. Jesper Isring. Ising. Isring. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, honestly. You can probably just search the number. Swamp. It's the Ikora Swamp? Here. It's this art. Yeah, I found it. I found it. Oh, I was being too loud, apparently. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, that's not that generic for a swamp. That's, that's weird <laughs> swamp art. It's not, yeah, it's not generic. It's not, like, super generic. It's not, like, uh, amazing. I'm gonna... I'll, I'll put it at, like, a perfect average. It's, like, a 5 out of 10 or whatever. Like, it is It is neither bad nor great. Okay, I also have Fine. two foil forests. Go on. Go on. One of them is Jesper Ising, and one of them is Alanya Danner. Okay, let's find this Jesperizing one. Um, the Jesper one is garbage. Yeah, I mean it's it's better than the swamp by virtue of being a forest, but 
compared to other the swamp compared to other swamps is more interesting this forest compared to other forests is awful what's the other one alanya danner i just spell one of those a l a y n a okay there it is uh she's done a lot of forest which one I guess what set or what number oh, or whatever. Okay. What what's the number? Number two seventy two out of two seventy four. Oof. That's like the worst one out of all for forests. <laughs> <laughs> she did uh it looks Hell like yeah. she's done a lot of the she did all of the jumpstart ones. Ah. And like okay. looks like a promo a these couple this one has weird, like, mushroom trees. Yeah, she's done a couple promos as well. Yeah, this one is also not great. Yeah. Oh. All of her planes are pretty good. I mean, except for... I'm, I'm not a fan of any... Oh, she also did snow-covered forest. Or, she did all snow-covered basics. Um, The newer ones, the promo ones, or whatever. Uh, I'm not, like, uh, some of my least favorite lands are still, like, the, uh, any of, like, the Ravnica stuff, where it's just a city with a vague idea of the land it's representing. Oh, Ben hates cities, got it. Well, because it's, like, it's an island. No, that's a city, bud. That's just a district of a city with a waterfall. I'm, I'm a fan of old lands. Just old, older parts. Yeah. Yeah, give yeah. me give me an Urza Saga land. Give me a Tempest land. It's the fucking uh, Spongebob meme where it's Squidward. Give me an Alpha land, it, art it's, land. It's Squidward saying uh, uh, the dude ordering something generic and Squidward says daring today. <laughs> Hank just rolls up and orders an Odyssey planes. Odyssey is too new. Odyssey, those are too new. That's just like the one. What's your favorite land? And everybody just says that. I'm only putting an Odyssey land in my deck if it's foil. And maybe, maybe then. Maybe a foil um, Odyssey or whatever. Wait, hey, I think it's. Uh, I want to make sure that it's Odyssey. I, I'm pretty sure it's Odyssey. Odyssey. Oh, yeah, 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 right Portal that. land? Portal land's also good. Yeah, um, the favor of portal forests. The the Odyssey planes with the tree in the foreground and the storm in the background. Yeah, I have, I'll I'll link it. It's I mean you you know the one you know yeah, the one I know. <laughs> I had that shit in foil for a for a minute there in the art deck. It's a good one. It's 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 up there. It's top tier, but like it's the world's like what's your favorite land aside from that one, sir? <laughs> one day we just go through all my foil lands. Oh. oh. Let me guess your favorite island is the bowl from Zendikar. You're wild. My favorite uh, any land is now a Godzilla land. Godzilla so. lands are very good. <laughs> <sighs> well, also, I when I opened them, they weren't curled, so oh. 10 out of 10. Nice. 
That was my favorite so part. Many. Like finding. A, I hate. A, I hate like looking at my commander decks after I've opened them because all the foils are curled, dude. I mean, it's a clear like I was getting cards. New cards are curling more than like like that Odyssey Plains was just in like it was just out. It was loose, yeah, and it wasn't curled like barely at all. And <laughs> meanwhile. I've had this from FNM for about two days, and uh, it's in heavy played condition based on the curling. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that seems like a podcast, Hank. I know. Another complaining about double masters foils curling because they're spending uh, so much fucking yeah. money on them. Well, yeah. That dude took them out of the box. His topper, it wasn't even foiled. And it was curled. It was just a regular non-foil whatever, like, showcase. There were also stories of, like, the the toppers, like, getting shook around in the box and getting bent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that might have been what it was. At least that stuff, like, you can report to wizards right away and they, they replace them. Hopefully. 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 They'll send you a sheet of uncut cards <laughs> <laughs> do it yourself it's like hey they're sending me a sheet of foils oh they sent everyone this same sheet of foils man it's not fucking worth anything <laughs> anyway that's a podcast I will check if we have emails Oh yeah. This well, end. why why would we have emails? You're thinking of Salt Circle. Salt Circle podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm rating. No, we don't have any emails. Except Google Play Music Podcast Portal is going away soon. Really? Okay. I don't know what that means. Let's just move our they were, podcasts to iHeartRadio. No, they're replacing Google Podcasts within Google Music because they made Google Podcasts. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know why those have to be separate in an era where everyone's condensing anything. Did you see the new 20th, what Disney's yeah, going to do 20th, 20th Century 20th Fox television? television. <laughs> 20th so, television? So This is our 20th dumb. television. We've made... 20 television. I don't. It, I, it's all the 20th. Fucking terrible. <laughs> it's up there. It's up there with when they were. When. when it, before, before it came out and they were calling it the Nintendo Revolution. And then it turns out the actual fucking name was Wii with two eyes. Of course, it sounds fine now, but at the time it was beyond stupid. No, that's why it was good. People talked about it. I guess. Either way, Look, 20th... they sold a lot of Wii's. It was good. The 20th... bad name was the Wii U. That was a bad name. That was a terrible. Choice. All the Wii old yeah. people did not understand. Oh, it's just on peripheral. It was. Oh, you just buy a tablet. I don't need a tablet. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I this. 
I, I've, I've seen 20th television. Um, where can I find the first 19? I haven't I wanna, seen I watch those. 1 through 19. So weird. Uh, so stupid. Good jokes. It's, it just doesn't... It looks bad, too. It's like a bad yeah, it does not look... It looks like a fucking Photoshop. It looks like a meme. Yeah. Well, it's a meme now. Yeah, baby. They did it. They made a meme. We're... I mean, we should also shorten our brand. Just become Circle. Or just Salt. Circle? This is the Circle cast. <laughs> just zero sense. There's only two of them. How could it be a circle? There's only two of them. <laughs> <laughs> one is the center, and one is the radius. Take it a circle. Don't get all math on me. I'm done with school. I don't want any more math. One is the man trying to reach for the tie, and one is the tie. Our friend tie? No. <laughs> definitely not him. <laughs> wow, definitely. Damn. Whatever happened to That's the cast of tomorrow? Uh, we were going to do a... We were going to do a... Like a reunion episode. That never happened. Probably for the better. Though our mics have all gotten much better still, since making that podcast. Still, I will never forgive you guys for being in person together and not recording something. It might happen if me and Ty meet up again. Or when we meet up again. I don't know that will happen with all of us because Peter's already seen Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm mad enough that we didn't record anything that we, when we met in person, but we only met for like, I yeah, that was an hour a, or next time, next time. <laughs> All right. I mean, it also would have been weird if we were just recording and Anya was sitting there awkwardly, like <laughs> eating pancakes in the background. <laughs> Three-person podcast. It's fine. Everyone's like, you're oh. The only thing she says at the end is that I'm stupid. <laughs> we go, we go a whole great. one or two hours of like talking. Like we never introduce her, and it's just yeah. the end. <laughs> she just caps it off by saying my opinions are shit, and then the episode and cue outro. 